Blog Talk Radio. Good evening, everyone. As everyone knows, I have the privilege of talking to wonderful actress Melissa Biggs. Since Melissa is planning her own wedding to Roger Clark, former pro volleyball player, she will be discussing how to have your dream wedding without breaking the bank, from wedding dresses and invitations to catering and venues. We will discuss it all. Melissa was on Baywatch for two seasons and is an international model, activist, and award-winning entrepreneur with her fashion line. For two seasons, she was on T&P's Roller Jam and was on TV's The Sports Illustrated Swimsuit Collection. Let's welcome to the airwaves, Melissa Biggs. Hi, Melissa. Hi, how are you? Good, how are you? I'm good. I'm a little overwhelmed, but good. Thank you. <laughs> I could imagine. Um, uh, yeah. In today's economy, having your dream wedding is challenging, to say the least. And I'm sure everyone wants to know. So I have to ask you right off, how do you have your dream wedding without breaking the bank? <laughs> Well, I'm in a unique situation because I am self-employed and I have a lot of resources being a fashion designer that I've absolutely tapped into and sort of, you know, crossed over a little bit. And I've also tapped into my circle of friends, um, you know, to help me in any way they can. And, you know, it's it's been a real whirlwind, but it's also been super exciting and, and rewarding and I'm just really excited for the big day. But, you know, I've I've brought new meaning to the word multitasking, I think, for sure. <laughs> okay, well, I understand that this is the second marriage for you and Roger Clark, and you both have kids. Will you be incorporating the kids as part of the ceremony? Yes, absolutely. And see, that's that's why we're we're really able to save so much money in in planning this beautiful you know, magical little event. Because it is a second wedding, we can cut out a lot of the things that that most people want to have, you know, insist on having for their first-time marriages. Um, We've got four teenagers who are 15, 16, 17, and 19, and the 19-year-old is entering his second year at Berkeley. So we decided to just have it as, you know, bringing two families, uniting as one, bringing them together together, and having the boys stand up with Roger, he's got the three boys, and then I have a daughter. She's my bridesmaid. And, you know, she's she's going to be 17, and she's been my rock. It's been a, a very bonding experience for me. And if I had, you know, gone there and had a huge wedding party and tapped into my girlfriends, I have a lot of fantastic girlfriends. I have a really good circle of friends who've stood by me over the years. And where do you draw the line? If I, you know, if I have one, I've got, you know, 10 or 15 and, and I just, they're all going to be there. But I, I feel like if you just keep it about the family, the immediate family and the kids and what the true meaning of this, you know, uniting of these two families means to us, I think that you can cut a lot of corners and still have a really, really special wedding. Sounds amazing. Um, with everything involved in planning a wedding, which includes, like, the venue, the dress, invitations, <laughs> cake, bridesmaid, groomsmen, et cetera, et cetera, where, where do we start with all of this? Where do we start, Melissa? <laughs> well, I sort of just stick to my inner 
rules. Everything for me is simple, simple, simple. And, you know, if you if you just go with that in mind, completely understated was my objection. And I achieved that by picking a theme, a simple theme. It's a rustic wedding. I found the most incredible little chapel up in the Pacific Palisades that I never knew existed. I've lived there my whole adult life, and I've been by it a million times, and I never saw it. I recently attended a memorial there. It only seats 40 people. It's got a giant uh, fireplace right in front of, of where we'll stand to get married, and you know, it, it's rustic, so we went with the rustic theme, and we've got the little burlap sacks to have wedding petals, uh, flower petals to throw at us, and, you know, little burlap flowers and bows and all kinds of different things when I stuck to that theme. And, and simplicity, that's how I live my life. That's how I, I developed my clothing company. It's T-shirts, it's basics, it's simple, simple. And, you know, I just live by that. And if you if you follow those rules and you lower your expectations of what you really want versus what you really need, I think that you can save so much and really be practical but still have, you know, a fantastic experience and, and figure out what it's really about. I think smaller venues for me personally, it, it's just going to be so intimate for us you know, to have our immediate family around us and a few, you know, choice friends. And it's just going to be that that special moment that we don't need a big to-do over. You know, it's the second time around. It is a big deal, but it's not. We've, we've lived together for a couple of years. And, and by doing that, we were able to splurge on certain things and right. simplify in other areas. Oh, fantastic. Now, how did you come up with, a rustic theme, like in other words, brides. I'm sure brides are, are saying, "Okay, how do I come up with a theme? How did you come <laughs> up with a easy. rustic theme?" It was the, it was the venue. It was so easy. I mean, this this place is so magical. It's this little tiny chapel. It feels like it's in the country. It only, as I said, it only seats 40 people, and the doors of the side of the chapel open up to this beautiful little garden, uh, grassy mm-hmm. area, and this enormous, gigantic ficus tree. And that's where the reception will be. And it's got an outdoor fireplace and, and the inside one. And it's, you know, it's just bursting with this rustic charm. And, you know, I grew up in a log house way out in the country in Oregon next to Mount Hood. And so this is right up my alley. And the minute we set foot in there for this memorial earlier this year, we hadn't even picked a date. And we were just howling and humming, oh, when are we going to do it? We need to do it. And then... They just hit us. Originally, we were just going to elope, and then this just hit us like a ton of bricks, and we said, we have to do it here. We have to do it this year. We, we, let's let's just do this. This is so perfect. It's meant to be. And the theme just really just sort of fits with it. In fact, my, my wedding cake is going to be sitting on a slab of, of a big uh, tree. <laughs> that was cut down specifically. It wasn't cut down. It was sliced off specifically for us. Oh, my God. Super excited about that. Yeah, it's incredible. Oh, wow. Okay, so um, so brides-to-be need to, uh, like, would you say choose the menu for the venues first, then? I'm and sorry? You can go, that again? Um, do, do you say that you need to choose the venue first, then, and it kind of all flows together that way? 
Well, for me, it was very serendipitous because we happen to be, you know, in the right place at the right time and everything just kind of clicked. But I feel like it can be that way for anyone. They know themselves, these brides, and they know what they love. And, you know, if you love something big and boisterous, you know, you can tone that down. You can find a theme. I think it's really important to have some sort of theme and fun, you know, to your wedding. Because everybody can, you know, be a part of it and you can run it by your friends and make sure they're cool with it. And and it just, it'll just click. Each person is their own individual and they know what they love and they know where they can, you know, cut down a little bit, which is what I had to do in a lot of areas, you know, particularly with, picking seasonal flowers. I had a really hard time letting go of my favorite flower, which is the peony, and it's it's out of season. And, you know, you can order them from Holland, and it's this big to-do, but it's extremely expensive, and, you know, there's no guarantee that they're going to survive in the right way, and I don't have that much time, you know, ahead to plan for that. So you were going with a big, fluffy garden rose and some other little delicate things uh, to go along with the flower theme. So, I mean, it's a difficult decision to make when you love something so much and you really have your heart set on it. But I I feel like letting go of little things is really healthy, and it's, it's something we can apply to every area in our life, and that's something in these times over the last few years that I've really had to learn how to master and it, it's very uh, invigorating. It's it, it's like renewing thyself, in, in so, so to speak. You know, Absolutely. it's uh, letting go is is very profound. It, it's been sort of the the message that I've learned over the past few years of little things, and then you know you can apply yourself or your finances to other areas and still you know be fulfilled and satisfied. Absolutely. Well, okay, so with this rustic theme, how do you choose your invitations then? What goes into thinking about that? Is is it now the paper has got to be a certain way because now you're desperate? <laughs> yeah. I so think outside of the box. I so just, you know, network and talk to my friends and talk to people and do tons of research. And believe it or not, I love Etsy. I absolutely love Etsy, and I've found some incredible artists and uh, creators on that website that I've become friends with over the years. They've they've helped me with certain projects and things, and there's so much talent out there, and I feel like Etsy is, is kind of the portal to get them, you know, to all of us. It's it's a very chic place to shop. It's, it's you know, it's got some real hidden gems <laughs> in artists, and I found someone to make my invitations by hand, and each invitation comes in a little box. And it's oh. a homemade rose, and it's a big garden rose. So it's the, the flower that we're using, and it's real big and billowy. And on each petal, the edges are, are sort of um, burned a little bit. And then on each petal, there's our children's names, the date of our wedding, um, certain things like words that say I do, um, the place of our wedding, our names. And it's just very, very sweet, and then on the leaf underneath the rose, you flip it over, and it's got all of the information of the location, the time, and then it's got a magnet, so you can throw it on the fridge. <laughs> oh, my God. What a what a unique invitation that is. It was so cool, and the feedback I'm getting it, it has just been fantastic. All my friends love it. It's different, 
And it was really cost effective. You would be shocked. And, you know, another thing is I don't have a huge guest list. When you don't have a, a massive guest list, you can really do some nice things for your guests and really make things special, you know, for your wedding. So I, I really loved these invitations. And they're usually for announcements, but I talked her into making the leaf a little bit bigger and, and turning it into an invitation. And, and it, it, it came ready to ship. I made my own labels on this, you know, little rustic labels and stuck them on there, and it was great. Oh, a lot of wow, that's fantastic. That is fantastic. So Etsy is the name of the website, Etsy? Yes, Etsy, E-T-S-Y. And it's like a very hot website. It's very popular, very well-known. And, you know, there's, as I said, there's a ton of incredible designers on there and artists. You, know, you can find just about anything you're looking for. I had tremendous luck in finding all kinds kinds of accessories for the wedding, these giant burlap sack bows that are going to be on the pews, you know, and they came already tied, and I just put the flowers in them, and they, they're ready to secure to the pews, and it's going to be absolutely beautiful. I'm, I'm just really excited about that, and I decided to make my own centerpieces. I did wow. a ton of research on the Internet and, and found pictures, and I looked at magazines and pulled tear sheets on things that I liked, and I created this little book for myself. As a designer, this is kind of the process when you're putting out a new line. You know, you, you sketch in a book and you pull things and stick it in there, your ideas. And, and that's kind of how I treated this. I treated it like a business and I had fun at the same time. And from these pairs, I found these incredible uh, centerpieces, these glass vases with candles and flowers inside them and then a piece of burlap around the outside and some raffia. And they were simple, simple to put together and make. I found everything I needed on Etsy. And I, I just really, really had a good time doing it. And, you know, I got everything wholesale online. All of my accessories, all the things I needed to, to do things myself, I, I just found them wholesale. And it was incredibly affordable. Wow. You are multi-talented, lady. Um, <laughs> how do you... Um, Okay, well, let's talk about what all brides love to talk about. The dress. Uh -oh. <laughs> the dress. How oh. do you pick the perfect dress? <laughs> now, outside the box. <laughs> right, right. My inspiration for my dress, and remember, I'm a fashion designer, and I, yes. I'm launching a couture, a very high-end hot couture line later this year in Milan, oh. and so I'm I'm kind of breaking away from the simple T-shirts and getting into some serious fashion. So this was weighing heavy on my mind. Do I have it made in Italy? Do I have time? Who do I tap into? Who do I choose? And you know, my inspiration. I kept having to reel myself back in. I would get these grand ideas and of dresses and designers and this and that, and I just kept having to tell myself simple. Simple, simple. This is what I want. This is who I am. You know, stand by that. And so my inspiration was Carolyn Bissett Kennedy's wedding. It was, oh. it stayed with me my entire life. It was absolutely magical. It was, for me, the most perfect planned wedding, the most romantic wedding I've ever seen or read about and 
you know, from the little abandoned chapel on this island, the, the ceremony by candlelight, just a few people, down to her simple, simple Narcissa Rodriguez dress. Her gown was oh. incredible, the slip dress. It was to die for. And I've dreamt about having a similar wedding ever since my entire life. And I've always, you know, looked for, for little chapels or places that were abandoned or, or something that was that special where it could just be intimate and a, a few family and friends and simple dress. And I found this incredible chapel and everything's just fallen into place. I did not get Narciso Rodriguez to make the gown. I actually splurged on the gown uh, where I cut corners elsewhere. I did go kind of crazy with that. And I did get something off the runway. It is very simple, simple lines, A-line dress by Nicole Miller. Oh. So I do have to admit, yeah, <laughs> it's beautiful. I'm excited. I now bet. I'm just juicing, getting ready to put it on. <laughs> I bet. I bet. On my third day of juicing. <laughs> <laughs> um, how? Okay, so, so now you've got the dress, and it's, and it's gorgeous. What? Okay, let's talk about shoes. Women and their shoes. <laughs> yeah. Now, how do you choose the right shoes, though, so so you can actually enjoy your wedding as opposed to your feet, like, just wanting to kill you after it? Yes, exactly, exactly. Well, I have to admit, I'm going to be barefoot half the night, so... It, it's a garden um, reception with under the big ficus tree and these big giant lanterns floating in the air. And, you know, there's – I had the hardest time finding a beautiful wedge sandal you right. know, that you won't sink into the grass, you know, that's beautiful enough for walking down the aisle and tall enough to stand next to my fiancé who's 6'5". <laughs> I did see something by Narcissa Rodriguez that's absolutely to die for and not available any longer. So, again, went simple on the shoes. They're not going to show, and they're coming off. They're coming off. I I put the money into the dress, and where it's going to, you know, I'm going to feel like a princess, and I'm going to be dancing barefoot under the stars that night. So I'm, I'm really stoked about that. That's wonderful. So do you suggest therefore designers would make better wedge wedding shoes? I had yes. the hardest time for for these garden weddings. <laughs> well, I think it's I think it's wonderful that you're gonna go barefoot. So that'll be <laughs> kind of fitting. Yes, we would like to thank our guest this evening, Miss Melissa Biggs, for sharing all of those wonderful tips on how to have your dream wedding without breaking the bank. We want to wish her and Roger Clark a wonderful marriage and happiness always and hope to have her come back and tell us how it all went. This is Deb signing off. Have a wonderful evening.